Hey besties, this week on Friend Talks, we welcome Alessia Pecchio, aka Apalets. She is a fellow creative, design student, and friend. We sit down to talk about design life, how she organizes herself through design thinking, and the obstacles that life throws at us. Hi besties, welcome back to another episode of Friend Talks. Today we have hey, a very special friend. But first of all, my name is G. Mine is Emmy. And today we welcome Alicia Pecchio. Welcome! Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. We're so excited that you are here with us to share life experiences and, you know, being a student and being amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thriving in life with what life throws at you, you know. Yep. Love it, love it. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about basically how life just has stuff that goes on and basically just being peace with life however it is you know yeah so yeah but first of all what do you do on it how do you feel like you're handling life right now just give us a little rundown yeah, of who you are <laughs> of who i am <laughs> yeah, that's a long story i was born let me try to make it short <laughs> okay um let me see where do i begin well i'm uh, I am, I'm a student. I'm studying design right now mm-hmm. uh, with a specialization in service design. Okay. But um, I have one more year left. This semester, I took it off because of, you know, COVID and everything. And I stayed at home, uh, technically healing. But we'll talk yeah. about that later. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, yeah, I I love having conversations like this. I love meeting new people. Obviously, I love creating and um, and oh, I love exercising too. That's key for mental health. We'll probably talk about that too. Yeah. And yeah, right now I'm in I'm in Miami in my house. I moved to Miami when I was like ten years old. Okay. And. Yeah, basically short that's where i am at right now <laughs> love that um i feel like how do you got into into design because i feel like yeah. i don't know that yeah um okay so in high school mm-hmm. and i did two years in a private high school it was like a college prep high school it was really good academically okay um and then when i came into junior year of high school I literally told my parents, like, uh, thank you, but no thank you. I was like, I need to do something creative. I'm not building a portfolio here. I know this is an amazing school, but I want to go to an art high school. Literally like that. Okay. And my parents were like, whoa, what's going on? What? (laughs) So confused. Imagine a 15-year-old telling their parents, like, I don't want to go to this private school that costs, like, I don't know how much money. I want to go to a public art school. That's what I want to do. They were like, okay, so thank thank God my parents are very supportive because they helped me do that. At the moment, we all thought it was a very crazy idea. So literally in a week, I looked at art high schools here in Miami and some, it was just too late to get in because, you know, it was junior year. It was yeah. second half of high school. That's like almost impossible. And 
I contacted one mm -hmm. and they were like, okay, uh, just come in. Let's say that I contacted them like on a Monday and they told me come in on, I don't know, Thursday and we're going to interview you, bring your portfolio. And I was like, I didn't even know like into what art I wanted to. I, I, I just knew I wanted to do something creative. I didn't know what. I was like, what is portfolio? So <laughs> thank God my mom studied graphic design and she could like help okay. me build a, a portfolio. And I and like me and in, in my free time with my friends here, what we did was do photo shoots. That's yeah, what we I did. remember that. We, like, <laughs> painted, yeah, we like painted our bodies and like we're like those That's crazy so girls. in Key Biscayne that like grabbed the tree and we just decided that it was our tree and we started like painting it and okay. and doing crazy stuff yeah that, that's what we did so okay I, thankfully I had that material yeah because I did like photography since I was little like I, I was always the one that took the pictures and then like edited them in, in the computer with like the mac okay the wait, yeah. Did you see? what was that what was that website kissy pick pixart or algo así yeah picnic picnic algo así yes yes okay yes imagine imagine when instagram started coming out like uh -huh. our photo shoots got to another level we did okay. like I don't know, forces every weekend. But anyway, oh thankfully, because of that, I had, you know, material to put yeah. in my portfolio. So that's what I did. And long story short, I I got the interview, like, on a Thursday. And they were like, oh, yeah, uh, you'll start on Monday. And I was you, like... You were like, oh, okay. So the next day, I came to my school. And I told my friends, like, so this is my last day. I'm leaving. And everyone was like... Okay. goodbye. What? Everyone was like, what? And I'm like... Yeah, I'm going to an art high school. And everyone's like, I don't understand. Like, my, my teachers were confused. Okay. My friends were confused. No one understood what was, going, what was going on. And I was just like, yeah, like, that's what I want to do. So I'm going to do it. My mom, she, like, cried every time she left me there. Because, <laughs> you know, I went from a private school, you know, everyone, like, super preppy, blah, blah, yeah. blah, to yeah. a public art school. So... Like, opposite. opposite ends. And my mom was like, she always tells this story because she says that I, I have like an old soul. So like my mom was like, but who are you going to sit with in lunch? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mom, you don't understand that I'm going to school just to go to school. My friends are outside of school. I'm not yeah. coming here to make friends. I literally yeah. told her that. Imagine a 15 year old telling You're her mom. not here that. to make friends, mom. <laughs> And it was, it literally ended up being like that. Like my friends that were in my photography class, because I only had friends in my photography class, they okay. said that I was like Hannah Montana. That I had two lives completely apart because I went to school and I left. That's all. Like my friends Dude. were outside of school. I never did anything with my, with my friends from that school. But because I went there, I, you know, I started, you know, learning the programs earlier and yeah. the creative process so I I'm like so thankful that I t took that decision because because of that I am I think I am where I am today yeah and and also it was really cool because when I was applying to college in my senior year the all the art colleges from from the U.S. would come mm -hmm. and they would give you like portfolio reviews like one-on-one -on -one. okay I don't know like let's say Scada invited us to events like it was super Super, super super cool so in that sense it, it was it was, it was a really, really 
yeah, it was a really fun experience. And it was in Wynwood, which is, uh, okay. you guys have been here, you know, in Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like in the center of Wynwood. So okay. the location was amazing. So it was really, really cool. I think I but know anyway, you went, but yeah. You probably have seen it. It's it's a really big building in the middle. Yeah. It's like the only big building in Winwood. <laughs> in Winwood, but I I obviously applied to photography majors when I was okay. uh, graduating high school, mm-hmm. and here's where the theme of this podcast is gonna begin. <laughs> you know, this is where we plan. go to. This is where where it starts. This so is where it goes sideways. Right? And I went back to prep school. I went back to the... I went to Harvard. Almost. Almost. So, you know, I took that leap of faith, right? I, you know, I I left. Leaving high school in junior year, it's it's hardcore, you know? Yeah, yeah. You already have your friends. And when you get to a new school, everyone has their friends too. And I know, I know. It is hardcore, you know, you know. So, but I was doing it because of my career, because I wanted to get into a good art school here in the u.s yeah and you know schools here are super expensive and i wanted to get scholarships etc etc and art school is super expensive as well it's just, yeah yeah so i applied to like many 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 colleges i got accepted and some i got scholarships and some i didn't long story short my parents were like no like the we, we can't pay this right now even with the with the scholarships because okay oh my college here is it's super way expensive. too expensive yeah. like it's, it's something it, that my, my dad said like in his mind he was like i know i can give you a better education than this somewhere else yeah and not have to pay this um insane amount of money and, I, and I, I agreed with him i was like yeah that's completely true so we're like okay what do i do this was after applying to like 20 colleges like a lot of work behind this yeah so i was like okay all right so that was my first hit i was like okay now what do we do so in that moment i was uh getting my my french password but i didn't have it yet i I had started the process okay so my parents were like you can go to france you can learn french and apply when you like if you are there for a year only learning french you can probably apply to an art public uh college in yeah. in paris and i was like yeah that's amazing that's the like, dream obviously that's a dream and i was like okay perfect so i left without my passport yet because it i it hadn't uh i had it hadn't finished like the process yet yeah. but whatever i left and i was like okay i have from september to december to get the passport hopefully by then i'll get it yeah i moved i i i was living in the it's like it's like a student residence, but it's mostly French girls that come from uh, other parts of France and come to Paris to study college. Okay. So everyone spoke French, and I didn't know I didn't even know how to order oui, oui, a baguette. glass of water. I I didn't know anything, anything, anything. So there was my second one. I was like, okay. Okay, let's do this. So I like I would sit down to eat, and everyone was. Thankfully, the girls were super nice, and like, they, nice. they like some of them spoke English. My roommate spoke English, and like they helped me and stuff. They were all super nice. It wasn't like mean girls or anything, but oh, yeah. still, but you still. know, between them, they they spoke French, and I didn't know anything. And yeah. also, uh, my my aunt was like, "I have these friends. They have a restaurant in Paris. You should go talk to them." And they they were like two French brothers. So I blame Paris for <laughs> No, Honestly, I know. I, I my, Paris. my dad, my dad saw the the, <laughs> the series of Emily and Paris and was like, oh my God, this, is, "This was you. This, this was, was you." you. <laughs> Wait, and I no. was like, "Yeah, 
I so, mean, did you? I did worked you... in the restaurants. I worked because the, the, my aunts. Uh, uh, friends they love Venezuelans like they love love Venezuelans they have like something for them they literally when we were closing up they would put like salsa and we were like dancing imagine like friends (laughs) they were born and raised in Paris okay that level like they went to Venezuela when when uh, my my aunt was living there and everything they stayed in my grandmother's house whatever so they were like just come work with us and I'm like I don't know how to speak French like I don't know anything that's that was before I, I started the classes okay and they were like we'll teach you <laughs> and I was like ah, imagine me the first week I swear people would ask like for salt and pepper and I would be like I mean it's super and I would go and I was like they're talking to me I don't know what they're saying <laughs> and then someone would go and they were like oh no they were asking for salt and pepper and I swear like the first line I learned and I think I could say the best is uh, je ne, ne parlais pas français pardon un minute s'il vous plaît and I would go and then go back so that was an experience okay but I learned a lot anyway December came I came to Miami and you know because uh, vacations and in that moment I was like okay if I don't get the passport I'll get my student visa that was the plan was a plan another plan okay so I went to the embassy and I was like, okay, I'm studying there. I want to get my student visa. And me, I was like so nervous. I had never done anything like passporty or like visa wise by myself. Mm-hmm. And I had to go in by myself. The and, adult like, life getting, starts. Yeah, adult life for the first time. And I was, I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, they're going to, I'm going to, they're going to take me. They're going to, I'm, I'm doing something wrong. I'm and being then, deported. I am imagine, being deported. Imagine French people in the embassy, like no, yeah. no, French people are, are not very nice. <laughs> They're super serious. So, um, whatever. I I told them. I gave them the papers, and the lady was she was she literally grabbed them like, okay, we're gonna give you the visa. And then she asked me something like, are you planning on working there after? And me, because I was so ner- when I'm nervous, I talk a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, yeah. Um, so. I'm getting my French passport, uh, so probably, yes, you know, like, I want to stay there, and I want to study design, and I want to go to an art college. I, I started telling her, like, my entire life. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> denied. She was like, oh, uh, you're French. And I was like, well, yeah, my, my dad's French, but I don't have the passport yet. And she's like, I can't give you a visa, because technically you're you're already French. Mm. I was like, mm. You're like, why, why did I open my big mouth? <laughs> okay, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Thank you. You. Mm-hmm. So I go. I left, and I told my dad. And then once again, I was like, "Okay, what am I gonna do with my life?" And all my stuff like stayed in Paris. Oh I didn't know what to do. Like, how did we explain to the the people that we had to keep on paying rent? Obviously. Yeah. And in that semester, I was like, "What am I gonna do with my life? Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do." <laughs> All my plans, once again, were like, you're not going that way, honey. You just thought you were going that way? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry, but no. No, no, yeah. no. So, Universe so went and said, you know what, girl? I know you want to go that direction. Not yet. Not, not yet, not yet. We're yeah. going to give you more bumps in the road, so get ready. I'm okay. I'm like, okay, that- thank you. Okay, thanks. So, like, in that semester, I, I literally did everything like I worked as an assistant photographer I worked with my dad I worked as a server I worked as a host I, I did everything like everything you could think of I did it in the semester here in Miami okay 
And then at the end, like in summer, I went with my brother and picked up my stuff from Paris and came back. And in that, like in that time frame, yeah. my parents were like, okay, you have to start college next year. Like you already took a year off. You have to start somewhere. And I was like, oh. and, and, and I had a flight to, to the, I was like, right. <laughs> so I, I had a flight to this university that I am right now in Universidad Navarra in Spain the year before. But in mm. my head, I was like, this is this is a really good university, which I didn't know when I was applying, but it's a university that has all types of, of majors, you know? Yeah. It's not an art university. And I, obviously in my head, I was I did all of these sacrifices to go to an art college. So yeah. in my head, I was like, I can't believe I did all of this and I'm going to end up in a regular college with a degree that it's only been, it's like new. It had been open for like three years hmm. with a new degree I was like this is the worst scenario of my life my parents were like well you have to go and if you don't like it you'll just transfer yeah and how life is I ended up I ended up going like by myself to the university I had never seen it in my life I had never like never seen the place I was all blindfolded literally me with my with my <laughs> I had so much luggage that I had to like tie them because I went by myself my parents didn't go with me so it was like me I had like a choo-choo train of luggage it, me running from side to side to the airport because to go to Pamplona it's another story like you have to go yeah. to Madrid get on a train blah 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 horrible the worst trip of my life but I got there and thankfully how life is mm-hmm. I absolutely love the major that I am uh, right now I love the university I the people I've met there have, like it's been amazing 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 I met some of my friends from high school yeah yeah Dead. life is so, so yeah small. yeah exactly, exactly Latin America and it's Latin so America small. that's what it is that's so what it small is. and 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 yeah that that was how I ended up studying design and I guess when in that year that I took off, I also understood uh, that photography was something that I was already working as a photographer at that time. Like I would go to events and take pictures and and people would pay me to to do photo shoots. Like it was something that it was already a job for me. So my mind was like, I should study something that I don't know Mm. in order to be, because I think that creatives have, should know about every single thing a little bit and always yeah. we end up specializing in something but the more you know of other branches of design or or creative fields the 100%. the better formed you're gonna be yeah so I was like okay I'm gonna study design and honestly this major that I'm doing was the best major I could have ended up with because the it's very technical and it's a major that since it's new they made a huge investigation with like universities all over the world, you know, in, mm. in Russia, in the US, in, in France, and all over the world. And they grabbed like the best things that they thought from each university and put it in one. Okay. So it's very new. I had never seen this type of format. Um, in like in in a creative major Mm. in my life like I had never seen it like this and that's why also how I got into service design which I when I went in I didn't even know what it what it was well I don't know what it is yeah we don't know what it is I don't know what it is that was literally my next question I was like (laughs) tell me what that is because she said it at the beginning and I was like I was like, Service Search. Design. Should I know? <laughs> Me. Yeah, I didn't it? know what it was either. But I mean, I feel like it's it's the future because right now, oh, well, service design is 
technically you design the experience of the user, but it's not UA, UX. It's not UI, UX design. It's not the application. Because when you tell people, people are like, oh, okay, yeah, you design like websites and applications. Yeah. And it's not that. Service design is the the intangible part. Like literally you design the experience of anything. It could be yeah. a restaurant. It could be Walmart. It could be... Uh, anything anything that you want so like the essence of it it's that it's very it's human thinking it's like very human design in the sense that it's not you that designs something and proposes it to the to the user or to the owner but you design with them so it's a lot like surveys or you sit down and there's a lot of tools that they give you obviously like to do this. kind of yeah it's very idea. co-working with with the person that's going to end up using the product it's like if you're designing a product, but you sit down with the baby and design it with him, you know? Yeah. It's very so collaborative. In that sense, it's, yeah. So it's it's really cool because you get to uh, see a lot of the, you know, the people's perspectives and it's very team-based too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And technically, it's solving problems creatively with tools, with, you know, visuals. We use a lot post-its and we paste post-its and bring up ideas and do brainstorms and stuff. So, so yeah, that, that's technically what it is. I've only, I've only done a semester of it. Yeah. I've had projects of it in, the, in my first two years, but I've only done a semester of it. And that's kind of it's what I've learned cool. right now. But, I, very, I like, I like yeah. it because nowadays, I mean, I study business, but I am a frustrated, like creative student. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it is, it is Um, but <laughs> We say that a lot. I'm sorry. But I know, I know. no, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, like nowadays, since people in like the tangible sense, we have so many different kinds of products. What differentiates each product from the next one is the experience behind exactly. that product, service, whatever. So it's exactly. like now more than ever, people are not selling like a microphone or a computer. Yeah. They're selling the experience of having that microphone, exactly. of buying it. Exactly. It's like, it's it's a whole thing. And it's like, I've always loved that part because I don't know why, but I have this weird obsession with like packaging. Yeah, where I think been, about like... Nowadays, you're very into packaging. <laughs> I, no, I've always been very into packaging. No, no, like no I, but lately you are like... Yeah, I'm very like into packaging, but that's 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 because of another thing. Um, but like, I've always thought, you know, how Apple has a certain scent to their packaging and how the way that the box opens, you know, that you're yeah. getting an Apple. It's not only like, oh, you're buying a phone and that's it. It's no, the whole exactly. experience since you like walk in, not even since you walk into the store. Since you think about buying a phone and you think about going to Apple, like that's when the experience like literally starts. Because we we also get like a little bit of this in like business school. So that's why I feel like I know what you're talking about. Obviously, you guys get more into the creative side of it. Of course. No, no. But I I imagine that that you guys do. And and it's it's incredible because when you start to understand that you start to see that Whatever, when you go and buy something or or when you go and do something. Or you don't do it on your own will. It's like nothing everything is there for a reason you know like that chair it's not in that corner because oh they decide because it looked pretty no Mm -hmm. no no. like everything is so 
thought out behind and so well everything planned. That we yeah, and yeah. Now that, and now that you say that, I saw a video this week um, and I found it so interesting. And I was like, have you ever seen a marketing campaign for Starbucks? Have you ever? Yeah. You normally don't see, it's not that so frequent, right? No. But what do you normally it's see? It's not frequent, you, but you, you see, see the cups. But yeah, wait. And then you see people always, po you see people always posting the cups with misspelled names. Yeah. So the good. marketing is when people post that is free marketing. So they don't, they invest. do it on purpose. They do it on purpose. So their training of the baristas is like, you're going to misspell names because people like they laugh post it, it when they, they laugh at it, they post at it. And then it's like, Oh, I want to go to Starbucks inconscientemente, unconsciously and goes like, I want to see if they misspell my name. How many times have we not felt fallen fall for that? Like, I think they've never spelled my name right. Now that I think about it, the only this place that they spell my name right is in, in oh my God. business class. <laughs> <laughs> the only time they they spelled my name right was in Italy because my name is Italian. But that's the only country that ha they have spelled my name. I properly. never say Emiliana. I always say no, Emily. And your and your name is complicated. Like, yeah, exactly. I, my name yeah. was always misspelled growing up. I was Julia, yeah. I was Julieta, I was um, Gulia. I'm always Alexia. That's my name. Alexia. <laughs> like, you, thank always. you. This no. one says, and I love. Even when people say, like, oh, Alexia, and I'm like, tu, Alexia. Do Alexia. <laughs> thank you. My name? My, 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 my friends thank actually you. laugh at me when I call what, to change something because I'm like, hi, and they're like, give me your name, please. And I'm like, hi, my name is Alessia with double S because otherwise they're not going to fight me, you know? So yeah. Like, um, my name is Alessia with double S. They make fun of me. <laughs> it's a whole thing. But yeah, but I feel yeah. Like it's very interesting, like getting into that part. Because I feel like today we have to think a lot about the consumer in general. Because yeah. at least with Gen Z getting older, because I don't consider me a Gen Z. Like, <laughs> I always say this because I do not relate to the Gen Z, but I don't relate to the millennials. So we're in that gap of like... We're all know, in that gap. And it's amazing yeah, because are. like we have the best of the both worlds. But we're in the middle of first. both. But my point is that I feel like as Gen Z is getting older... Mm -hmm. they they start to think a lot of what's going on behind the product so why should you should, why should i be convinced of what you're selling me like what's the purpose of it because they're well, thinking yeah. if they have like a they're fighting for something or for some case if it's environmentally friendly if um that will last for a long years or whatever yeah. of mm. course there's the exceptions but i feel like it's going towards that direction and i feel like yeah knowing your yeah, because yeah. Exactly, because I think that also so many things have been created and and are being created that now it's not going to be the product that calls your attention, but the intention behind the product. The cause, yeah. Exactly you know? what I was going to say. And, and like what you connect with that intention. Like, do I connect with that intention? Oh, okay, I'm, I like this product, you know? Or unless you're like a company that has been around for years, like Apple, You know, and even even with that, even, like, yeah. I and even with that, because I I applied to a position there, and like I I I was like researching and and looking at their values as a company, and I was like, oh no wonder I like Apple so much. Like I do connect a lot with the with the values that they have. Yeah, you know, so so I I think that exactly that our our generation see like we see it a little bit beyond than just like yeah. this cup of no coffee. and also think about yeah. like gen z is the first generation to be born into having the internet at like yeah. their fingertips mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. millennials when they grew up 
they were seeing products that were just put on commercials in TV, on magazines, et cetera, on a billboard, whatever. And they didn't really question it. But Gen Z's, they, since like they started school, whatever research that they wanted to do, wouldn't they, their first thought would not be, let me go to a library and see what things have already been put out there. It was more so let me go on Google and there's a new article about new things every five seconds. And I don't know how much do. time. And so people, they're more so built into being like, okay, let me research, like actually research. If you think about it, whenever we used to write essays from, I think even for me, it was from like elementary, if, even if I was writing like a book report or whatever, mm-hmm. it was always like told to me, okay, you have to check your sources. So I know because I've always been telling like my mom, if she comes to me and she's like, did you hear this news? I saw it on Instagram. I'm like, did you check your sources? I don't think <laughs> that arroba whatever is a credible source. Arroba news, news See, arroba, arroba news com. news. Good news. Good news. I, I, don't, I don't think that like some, you know, Venezuelan influencer is the proper news source for this. So That's I don't know. Crazy. I would yeah. have different the amount, of, the amount of information we're being bombarded with exactly. today. It's crazy. It's crazy. And they so just, I feel like that gives these like Gen Z kids and like all the other generations that are coming. They're more so like, okay, what am I buying? Like, exactly my money you know you you can really change the world with what you invest your money in instead of just speaking about it right so it's more so okay let me see like what am I buying what am I doing what is this for all these documentaries that are coming out like they're more so just since there's so much information people are being so bombarded with so much information they're really the generation that's growing up and they're not being allowed to like give a blind eye to everything that's happening yeah. So it's like, okay, like they're literally like put on a screen, like this is the issues of the world. What are you going to do about it? They're just, and they're like, stepping I mean, up to the plate and being like, okay, really, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. And calling just, out people. Yeah. And they're just throwing shit at our faces and we have to see how we manage it. Yeah. So that's why companies and, are like, we got to make an experience that they like because if not, we will be burned to death. On yeah. And I feel like yeah. for me, at least personally, um, it's something that I've been taking into consideration in fashion. Of course, I study fashion design. But the trouble that I find with myself is I do not want to buy more clothes because we already have enough clothes to live for the rest of our years. And I have an inner conflict with it and still do. Sometimes I forget about it, but it's always there. Um, but I, I can forget like a, about it. <laughs> but I can forget about it, but it's still there. Like, keep out. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... Yeah. But I, I put myself in the consumer position, you know? Like, why would they buy from a new brand? If there's... Exactly. There, there are so many brands. Like, yeah. Why, yeah. Why, what is my different... My, what's the difference that I'm making? What is the experience that I'm giving them? So, it's like... It's mind-blowing. Like, for me, it's something that's very complicated. <laughs> but, you know... Jeez. No, fashion is a whole nother... Like, we could do an episode completely about fashion. Like, I remember I had a sustainability, uh, like, fashion class with mm-hmm. some person that came to talk to us. And after the class, I was it's like... It's insane. I'm never going to buy Sarah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that's like, always the first one. You're like, nunca más. Adios. And honestly, I've obviously bought again because that's the problem because we're I think we're we're starting to drift towards buying quality stuff that will last you for longer. But right now how the system is like 
if I don't have clothes, I don't know where else to go buy that is like a good price that that's, a student could afford. That's, you the, know? Yeah. that's the question. Like always. So that I, it's like, uh, like I buy it and I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. Like I know it's bad and, and I don't know if it, that's yeah. worse than I know, you know, but I'm still buying there. But I'm like, but I need clothes. So I, I don't know what to do. So it's a yeah, mind fuck. It's, it's a mind like, fuck. Like, it's always the question because it's always the debate that we had when I was in school. Exactly. And it's like, okay that is not the sustainable choice but where am i supposed to buy my clothes you know like yeah, but what? it's it's the affordable Wait, choice it's the affordable do you know choice. attire do you know attire the yes. brands yes we know bro like obviously their clothes are super sustainable and you know the best and everything that you yeah. use but bro, like a student cannot buy yeah, it's it's complicated and exactly. and, I, price. and i always because they always question my parents because every time that it's like oh it's gonna be your birthday and what do you want from us? Like, don't give me clothes because I know where to buy my clothes. So give me something else, but don't give me clothes. And I'm yeah. like, uh, but if I give you, you're going to use them. like, yeah, because I will not, not appreciate your gift, you know? But at the same time, yeah. it's complicated. But the thing that they are always question me is like, why does this brand, for say, whatever brand that's Brazilian, it's national, and it's like, it's super expensive or whatever. But like, are you seeing everything that's going behind the scenes? Like, they're paying their workers fairly. They're investing on the material that you know that's going to be durable. So that's going to last you for 20 years or more. Or more. So the course, thing is that with yeah. all of these fast fashion brands, what is happening is that we're so used to buying cheap clothes and low quality that... They created a narrative uh, that benefits them. They created themselves. a narrative that, that benefits them and that they're helping, quote unquote, third world countries, which is not true. Yeah, you know? they're not. And and at the end of the day, you end up spending more money because you you always need to buy the new white T-shirt because it's always finding holes yeah. here. Yeah. So if you actually, at the end of the day, yeah, it can be more expensive and it's complicated for a student. I 100% agree with it. Yeah. But if we put ourselves in that, like... It's finding a middle yeah, I mean, ground. Exactly. And I mean, I, I think that it's also something, thankfully, that for us, we are aware of since now. Yeah. And like... Obviously, right now we're becoming professionals, but in my mind, it's like, okay, I'm going to start making decisions to go towards that. But it's a lie that from one day to the other, nah, you're going to change. I'm going to start buying like that's not doable. these clothes that I want to, that I, obviously that, that's my main goal, but I think it's something that's going to slowly start drifting towards that. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's the reality, you know, because I wish I could yeah, buy these clothes that they pay their works, their workers, and it's a very good quality. And like, that's my goal. Like when I see myself in the future, that's what I want to go towards to. But yeah, right same. now, it's, Obviously, it's there's times that they end up buying fast fashion. Exactly. And that's it's something about, that also yeah. I think that should be talked about too. Mm -hmm. And like make yeah. it a conversation as well. That's like, yes, this happens, but let's start getting better and drifting towards yeah. where we want to go. Exactly. You know? yeah. I 100% agree with that. Because yeah. it's all about like yeah. finding, for example, not Sara. That is, you know, $5, five euros for like a t-shirt or whatever, or in a this case, as we were talking about, attire or other more sustainable brands, whether it's like, yes, this coat is made incredibly well by like these, you know, workers, they're all paid fairly, but it is 300 euros and I can't pay for that. I can't afford that. Yeah. So it's sort of finding a brand and I feel like brands are going to slowly shift yeah. towards this they like to. business plan where it's That's aligning insane, yeah. with 
the brand of being, you know, fashionable, but also being something that people can actually purchase. Like the common person can actually purchase and they don't have to be like, okay, let me save for six months and see if I can buy this. Exactly. So it's sort of finding that middle ground and aligning like your values and your ethical like values with what you can actually purchase. Yeah. It's a way of reinvention. It's complicated because we've been, yeah, we've like been drifting for so much time towards, you know, fast fashion and everything before we all woke up and said, whoa, like, well, it's it's a narrative that benefited them and benefited us because it's less money out of our pocket. And you were like, okay, yeah, I can find. I feel like because now that I'm looking at it, you know how before trends used to really shift every 10 years like you would really see like a certain shift in 10 years but people would sort of keep the same vibe for like there was sort of like a same you know sort of like under thing like in the background yeah the 80s and 90s exactly and it was more so like i'm guessing people didn't spend as much money on on um like because here's the thing. These, when- these fast fashion brands wouldn't exist, so the yeah. trends wouldn't change every, like, it's crazy. six no, months. The, 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 the pace of, of the trends today is, like, it's yeah. something crazy. And that's that's like, the reason why I choose not to follow trends anymore, because if I'm going to follow every trend, first, no, I'm going to go broke. Second, <laughs> second, how will I know if I'm going to use that, in, like, forever? So every time that I'm going to buy something new, I'm like, am I going to use this more than 50 times? You know, like... yeah. Yeah. Am I gonna be upset? Or actually, with this yeah, today? yeah, that's oh, so true. Ten years, and now, and now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like we're also drifting towards not following. Like our our generation, it's like I'm not gonna follow the trend. I'm just gonna do me. Exactly. So the more unique, you are, the better. You exactly. know, like, and that and that's the truth. Like I see my my little brother's friends, and and it's that's their mentality. You know, yeah. Like, when I was little, it was like if you had the Abercrombie shirt. I was about like, to say Abercrombie. Abercrombie, you know, like the same shirt for everyone. You were cool. Yeah. Now it's like if you have that like thrift shop original. If you jacket, have that one thing that, that no, no one, one else, else has, has it, uh-huh, that's, that's the cool that's part. The cool thing. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think that that's better. You know, like, you have your own trend. Exactly. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's about being unique and like keeping yourself true to yourself, and that's in general. Like, exactly. That's beyond yeah. fashion. Is to your beliefs, is to what you want to do in life, and your yeah. visions. Yeah. In general, something that can be maintainable and you know, yeah, balanced. No. Yeah. No, fashion is, is crazy. Like, yeah, it's, I, we're going to have a whole conversation yeah. about fashion for a while. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, my um, God, yes. Talking about balance um, and going towards, because you're a very organized person. I admire that a lot. Um, I watched one <laughs> yeah. of one of the my favorite ICI lives that you did um, was with your teacher that I follow him. And, yeah. like, it's the craziest way of organizing your life, but it works yeah. in such a good way. I have to get back at that because I don't have where to put the calendar. But yeah, it's so like, tell me a little bit about it because Julia has been like, she's so, like, the first thing that Julia told me was like, <laughs> yes. she's a friend of a friend and also she's super and she organized. And herself. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> Um, sure. No, and I have to give a shout out to my teacher because he's the sure. one. He's the one that made up that method. Like, okay, he literally grabbed me. And he he he's my mentor, and because in in my college you had a mentor. Yeah, and he's my mentor. He's the one that I got assigned, and um, 
I was like first year, uh, first semester, first year of design school. So you know how that is. It's like you you want to die. You're like, <laughs> why did I get into this? Tactic. I haven't slept in three months. I'm going crazy. I <laughs> I, I have to stop drinking coffee. Um, I don't know, you know, like that, that's the vibe. That is you know? the same and vibe. I, and I, yeah. And I told, and I told him, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this. Like, I, I can't, like my body, my mind, everything. I, I can't like, this is crazy. He's like, yeah. you're not, you're not organizing yourself correctly. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he sat me down. I remember perfectly. We sat down to drink a coffee, grabbed his iPad and he started like, sketching everything so you're gonna do this you're gonna buy a whiteboard you're gonna so he has like this method that okay so let me give you a little background of, of my teacher he's actually an architecture he, he graduated from architecture but he's one of the of the teachers that founded uh, yeah they created this major in the university so he he's okay. like a a design geek that's okay. what he is. Like he, he really is. is like reading all the time. Like he, he, you ask him about something, and he talks and talks and talks. Like he's an, encycl- an encyclopedia, encyclopedia of, of design. design. Okay, literally, that's Amazing. what he is. Amazing. And like he, he did. Uh, he studied in like Yale, and he's super, super, super smart. And I talked to him, and I'm like, oh my, you're crazy. But <laughs> keep on talking. This is very interesting. I yeah, I'm gonna take notes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can I record uh, so he, this? Can I? <laughs> like, can I put dead. my voice notes? Thank you. No, no, I've, I, we, I've recorded conversations of us, <laughs> of him, like, giving me feedback of, like, a project or something. You yeah. would be like, like you can record you this, record. so you can listen to it after, and, like, of how much he talks. Like, he, if you think I'm organized, that guy, he's like, okay, so we have, like, 30 minutes, because at, like, 7.32, have another meeting, and, like, the, the worst thing is, like, he, he take like, he starts talking so much that he ends up, you know, everything is starting to go, and I'm like, you told me you had, like, 22 minutes. It's been an hour. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, we have to go. <laughs> and, um, whatever, he, he created this method, mm-hmm. literally using design thinking, because okay. it's very, it's very visual. Right now, I don't I don't have anything to show you in the live we explain it but technically yeah. it's like you grab a board you create like a calendar and then you have to the right you put like your tasks that you have to do the time that it's going to take you like the way it's it's like it's impossible that you're going to not going to get organized with this method and the best thing is that you do it for a month like you okay. organize it's the first of the month and you do you do this and it's great because what i learned and what what he taught me was like you have to you're getting stressed because you have all of those things that you have to to do in your mind but until you don't put it down on paper or on somewhere, it's like you're never going to take that stress out and, and leave it there and say like, oh, and, and you see it physically and you say, okay, that, that's there. But since you have it there, it's not stressing you out that much anymore because, you know, it's there, but it's on your mind. It's yeah. on that on that wall. So that that's one of the things that, that he taught me. And also what I really liked when, when we had this conversation is that he's like, if you want to be a good professional you have to give time for yourself mm. so in this schedule That's one of the best things that he said and it's the thing that yeah. i related to the most because yeah and and i was like that's so true because you know when when i went into college i was like giving it all you know i was like i'm i'm, I'm super competitive and i'm 
and I, I, I actually love what I do. So I really get in, I dive into what I, what I'm doing and, Big and Leo energy. I, yes, so, exactly. Leo energy. So, <laughs> so I kind of got lost in that and okay. I, I started like, also big Leo energy. Myself, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> So he was like, you have to exercise, you have to do the stuff that you like, you have to do everything. And I'm like, that's so true. And that for me, I think it's the most important yeah. thing when you get organized. Like in my, and right now I have another method of organization, which I do with my phone. Mm-hmm. I have like, I use uh, reminders from, from iPhone. From Apple. Let me yeah, show yeah. you. I can show you here. So here I have the reminders. Yeah. And here I have my calendar. Right. Okay. Or, and this is headspace, you know, you know, to meditate. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, you, I have this, which is cool because it connects to the computer. But look, I have like these three lists. Okay. So I like this one is obviously for me, then apologies, and then work and homework. Okay. And so like I write that, I write down the stuff and it's really cool because you could put like dates that it reminds you to like, oh, I want to finish this by, or I want to start it today at 3 p.m. So yeah. it reminds you to your phone and you're like, oh, okay. And it connects to your computer, which is also nice. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm using right now, and it's really working for me. And I'm still using the calendar app that my teacher told me to use, which is nice, too. But, um, yeah, if you guys who are listening uh, are curious about the, the organization method that my teacher taught me, you can go watch my live. It's my it, account. It's it's amazing for well, sure yeah I'm like I, I feel like I did it when I was about to move back to Brazil I did it for like okay. okay and it's amazing on how you organize yourself because it's there and I always say that I feel like yeah. it's in the past in some past episode and I feel like it's the same thing for me with journaling sometimes mm-hmm. I have so many thoughts in my head of things yeah. that are going on in my mind that I feel like they're yeah. not real until I put them in paper. And I feel like it's the yeah. same thing with organization. I am the most yeah. in favor of to-do lists because if I do not scratch it out, I I and feel like I did not Yeah, I feel like I did not accomplish it. So if you <laughs> I love bullet journals, so I love to make my own bullet journals. So I feel like for me, yeah. it just makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, design method. And also with this comes in hand, I just want to say it here because I, I can be that person that gets so organized that it gets stressed about it. Yeah. So <laughs> when we're talking about being at peace with your life and, you know, everything, it's okay to one day not do anything or yes. not scratch that thing out of the list or not, you know, yes. it's okay. Yep. We get organized to to be at peace but you also have to be at peace with disorganization exactly you know like there's a balance yeah because also what happened to me was like oh my god i, I didn't do what i was said i was gonna do this day because i was so tired and i get stressed and, 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 like, and then one day i was like you're going crazy like you're going chill you can take days off it's okay to take days off like yeah. it's okay it's that you necessary. didn't scratch the thing out of the list because you were tired and it's and it's okay you know it's okay we're none of us are perfect these are just tools to to help us but we're humans you and know I, and yeah, i feel like fine. that and I, yeah and i feel like that go that comes from really life is very unpredictable and yeah life has shown you with all of these changes that happen in your life that it's very unpredictable and yeah. i feel like if we can be we can have no we can be excited about it because if we knew every step of the way that was going to happen, life would be boring. Like, 
Oh my god, yeah. it's already I mean, I know that technically, if you believe in that, like there is a path that you're gonna go and that's the way that you're going, but you don't know about it. Right? Yeah, exactly. But that's the fun part of it because you don't know like there's choices. There's things that I'm like, oh today I'm not gonna do absolutely anything. And today, like I used to be super guilty like, oh my god I said I was gonna do this today and I didn't blah, blah, blah. and I used to torture myself when okay. I got pissed with the fact that at least let's put the example of exercising before when I had a bad, terrible relationship with my body and like exercising yeah. and with food yeah. um I was always like oh my god I didn't exercise today tomorrow I'm gonna work out twice because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my head makeup I had to make up for what I did. And I'm like, no, I did not exercise today because I didn't feel like it. And because my body is telling me that I, I don't need it. I need That's a break. That's the most important thing. That's the most yeah. important thing. And I feel like it's the, thing, yeah. the same thing. And it goes with school and it goes with health and it goes with yeah. social life and it, with everything. And, really. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think we all have a gut feeling that tells us what's the right thing to do. It's your intuition. If, if you listen to it, if you really take a second and say like, even if you're in the most agitated moment of your life and you're going at 1,000 miles per hour, if you sit down yeah. and say like, okay, uh, yeah, my body's tired. Or or say, no, I'm actually just, I'm, I'm just being lazy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I should go exercise. You know, like, your gut feeling tells you that. So yeah. that's another thing that, that I've also learned to learn that it, you have to listen. You have to, we have to sit down for at least like three minutes and just like, listen, listen, just yeah. sit down and do nothing. Just if you're confused about a decision, I, I literally I do it when I'm like, man, what do I do? Do I do this? Do I do that? I literally just say, okay, hold on. Take three breaths and just like, Sit down. Yeah, sit down. We always have because, the answers. They're exactly. always they're yeah. always within us. Like um yeah. we just have to sit down and observe what's going on like around us. Because yeah. sometimes there's a bird going out there and it's gonna give you a random message that you get from the bird and you're like, <laughs> if I did not sit down here, would not get the message from the bird. It's a very weird yeah, example. But yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> no, and it's like yeah. sometimes we're on autopilot normally. We're, be, we're, we're taught to be on yeah. autopilot. And so yeah. you're going from one task to the other task to the other task to the other task. And you really don't think about what you're doing. So when you allow yourself to sort of take a break and to listen to yourself and to be like, okay, maybe I didn't do all the things that were on my to-do list, but maybe, you know, I did most of them or I did two out of the five things that I did. So like you you celebrate those little victories and you're like, okay, now I have to rest because I feel like we've been taught that rest and like leisure is not productive where it actually is one of the most productive things that you can do because like we're like, if you're going to boil it down, we're animals. And part of the things that we need, like basic things that we need to, you know, just exist is rest. It's also like- food, water, shelter, whatever, but yeah. part of our basic needs are rest. And if we don't have that, then we can't move on to the other more advanced needs that we and need exactly. to survive. So it's just... And also, it's like, it's self-love, you know? If exactly. you don't love yourself, then who is going to love you? I always Period. <laughs> you have to treat yourself right. That's yeah. a real <laughs> Yeah. 
And and you know what's but funny? It's true. Like when it, I when I think about the stuff that I'm doing, I'm like, yeah. is this loving myself? Yeah. If exactly. it's not, exactly. Don't do it. And and I feel if like it is. Keep on going. Exactly. <laughs> like, and I feel like it's something that they society has taught us that it's a reward. You know, like if you you can you're available to rest and you can like you know take a weekend off hmm. or whatever. Is because you're rewarding yourself. I'm like, why am I rewarding myself with something that is just good for me and I can do it whenever I want? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, it's not something that's like, oh, I did this. So I'm going to reward myself with that. Like, exactly. you don't have to yeah. reward yourself every time you do something good. Even if you yeah. do something bad, yeah. reward yourself because sometimes you just need that extra self-love and you know something you're talking about. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Hug yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you know? it's like, never. Exactly. And it's never, it's never black and white. You know, mm. it's never, nothing in life is black and white. Like, it's also okay to one day complain and cry and be mad about the 1, world. That's okay, too. You don't have to be positive all the time. And like, yeah, it's all rainbows and butterflies. It's okay to, to be mad and to and to say and, and complain say that, or whatever. Does this happen? Yeah, and complain. And that's okay. Do you just, obviously... Just take a step back and say, okay, actually, I'm so grateful for all these other things. But yeah. it's okay to complain too sometimes. Yeah. So it's a balance of, of everything. And, and I think that's also something that that we have to, to understand because it still happens to me. Like all of this that, that, I'm, that I'm saying, I also have my bad days where I don't get it organized or, or where I, I break myself too hard at working and I don't give myself rest. Like, yeah. it's a... It's an ant's work. Like you go step by step and you go realizing and, and things happen to you and you grow and you learn and you start to appreciate some other things that before you didn't. And yeah, that's life. You know, it's all about like, it's what, beautiful. Yeah, it's all about what you were saying. And I feel like it goes so perfectly with it's having that gut feeling and like really getting in tune with your intuition where all these things are like, okay, you know, when you start honoring every single one of your feelings, because you might be mad for whatever reason, or you might be sad, or you might, I don't know, be complaining about something that other people will be like, why are you complaining about that? It's about honoring all those feelings and being like, okay, why am I feeling this right now? Exactly. Sitting with yourself for a little bit and being like, okay. And it's so hard to do that. Yeah. It's so hard to do that, but it's so important to learn how to do it. Yeah. Because it's hard to, you know, say, okay, I'm going to sit down with my sadness. Exactly. It's like, you don't want to sit down with your sadness. You, you want know? to, like, like, avoid it. You're procrastinating like, okay. that moment, you know? You, yeah. you, you distract yourself with other stuff because you don't want to feel that, but we have to make the effort to do it. Exactly. And and it's hard. It's not easy because, you know, I've, I've tried doing it, and, it, and there's been moments when I'm just like, I'm not gonna deal with that right now. I'm gonna like, deal with it later. Let me the more you, 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 yeah, let the me more you procrastinate this. with it, the the worse. Then it explodes. Then and it boils up. A Ex- family <laughs> dinner, and you're like, oh, great. Exactly. And you're like, talking about okay. the family dinner. You, exactly. Thank you're you. Like, oh, great. And then all your family starts crying with you. you know, yep. True story. This happened to me. That's why we we're laughing. Yeah, this happened to me. <laughs> I exploded in a family dinner, and then everyone started crying and we then next thing you know the entire family crying and me like <laughs> sorry at the, at the top of the table, like hi i'm sorry i just had to cry everyone's I like mean, oh yeah me <laughs> let it out let it out <laughs> it's a little cry sesh with your family when <laughs> and i feel like you, you you've experienced that a lot in the past year at least i feel like all of us have yeah but 
I feel like you yeah. um, specifically have faced a lot of change, at least in your last year. Um, yeah. It's a lot to take in. Yeah, it is. It is. It is yeah, a lot yeah, to take yeah. in. Um, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about it, if you feel comfortable. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, so another, let's talk about more bumps. More bumps <laughs> I already bump. told you that the, the professional and yeah. like um career-wise bumps now now we can talk about the more personal ones yeah so uh, about a year ago i i was diagnosed with diabetes this was december before covid so uh it was literally an annual checkup and they made uh they did like blood work and stuff and and they saw the the results and they say okay you have diabetes I, I'm for those ones that, that, that are listening. I don't really want to know, but I'm type I'm type two. I, I still produce insulin, but it's not quality insulin. Okay. So I got diagnosed, and I went to the endocrinologist and everything. And uh, this was like an amazing endocrinologist here in Miami. Like, oh, super hard to get a an appointment with him and everything and I, I was like okay I went he made me a few questions like if I exercise if I ate well etc etc and I've always been a person that exercises that eats well like in my family I've always been the person that is healthy like cooks healthy everything everything so yeah. when this happened no one understood anything I was like in my, in my head for me it was like a, it was like a bump so big because I I was like, I thought I was doing everything right to avoid this type of situation. And I ended up getting it. Mm -hmm. So that was like super hardcore for me because all these years I thought I was taking care of myself. Yeah. But the truth is I was taking care of myself physically, but not mentally. Hmm. And that's where the problem comes. Yeah. Because you could eat all the healthy foods in the world or you could exercise whatever you want. But if mentally you don't know how to cope with your feelings, with your anxieties, with past issues that you have, you're going to create a disease in your body, which is 100%. literally what happened to me. They're going to research So. Yeah. So when I went to the endocrinologist, obviously at this point, this is something that I've learned after like a year and a half of doing this. Okay. But in that moment, I was like, okay, I don't understand. So I went to the doctor and he was like, he didn't, no one understood. He was like, I don't understand. Like, why would you have high, high blood glucose if you're not like, usually the people that are so young that have these issues because they have other health issues like obesity and stuff. And obviously you're, you're, you're not an obese person. You eat well, you exercise. He was like, you're going to be fine. Just like take those pills and eat less carbs. He, he never told okay. me if I had diabetes or not. He was, he just told me that. And I was like, me and my parents left the, like a little confused and we're like, okay, whatever. And I left, I, I came back to Pamplona and still my, my blood glucose, cause I had to check it every morning. Okay. And they weren't really unstable. They, and I didn't eat carbs. I didn't eat sugar. Like, but it still was all unstable, 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 unstable. Then COVID happened and I came home. Yeah. And that's when the process started. And my parents were like, okay, no, let's contact. Uh, we have a family friend that he was diabetic for like 10 years of his life, but he injected insulin and everything. And he was able to to cure it on himself. And he has cured other, other people as well. And that's where I started the process with him. And... That was like a year or something ago. And 
technically what I'm still doing is every week they change my diet. So I work with a nutritionist and him, which he's a psychologist. Mm -hmm. And every week I see him as well. So uh, when I see him, he, we always do like a psychologist session. He talks to me like, he always gives me like questions of, you know, like self-growth and self-realizations and stuff. Mm -hmm. And also I have a sensor in my arm where I, I can check my, I can monitor my glucose constantly. Okay. And I have it like an Excel sheet since the beginning where I, I write down yeah. before and after I eat super long Excel, like a bunch of numbers. And, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's really hardcore in the sense that with the diet, I can, if I don't follow it like it is exactly as it is, it, it doesn't work. Mm. So I have to wait everything. I have to eat every three hours. So let's say that I want to go out and eat with my friends. I can't. I have to eat first. And then if I go, I'll drink like a coffee or a tea or whatever. So that's, you know, it's it's been a really great big shift in my life. Because also I've always loved and enjoyed uh, the culinary aspect of food. Like I... I always like to, you know, try new things, go yeah. to new restaurants with my family. We're all super foodie. So we would enjoy a lot like on a Sunday going out to eat. And so for me and for my family as well, it's been like, it's been a crazy journey because right now yeah. it's like, I don't remember the last time we all went out and, and ate. We've done it a few times, but like in super specific occasions when I'm like, okay, I'll just eat, I don't know chicken and a salad but even with that even if I eat that and it's not the the, the combination size. of foods that the nutritionist and and the portion size but also the combination like if the nutritionist sent me this for for breakfast and this is my snack and it's a chain so mm. because of that combination of foods it creates uh something in my body that helps me maintain my glucose levels steady Okay. But if I don't eat it like that, my glucose levels go up. It's crazy because I've I've been I like I've I've been on trips. I, I told my doctor like okay I have to live too. Like I'm gonna go yeah. on a trip and I'll I'll try to eat as good as, as I can. I never eat any like I don't eat anything sugary, no bread, nothing. Like I eat literally vegetables and protein and good fats, okay. and still blood sugars go up. It's crazy. Like it's so crazy. I still don't understand how how it is, but. But it is like that. So yeah. it's been a really long process. I'm, I'm still in it. And, you know, it makes you realize and appreciate so many things. Because yeah. you're like, you know, before I could do anything, let's say, because I'm like constrained in some way. Yeah. Because like, let's say that in, in my day, I don't know, we're going to go out at night. So I have to plan ahead, like okay, what's going to be my dinner? What time am I going to eat it? So that I'm not, that's also another thing, the time. Yeah. I, I eat dinner at like six, super early. I, I can't eat much. dinner late at night. I can't, I can't. Like my blood glucose up again. So oh, really, that's another thing. Thank, thank God I'm an organized person. I have like an application where I pass all the, the recipes to and I plan it. Okay. So it's like a calendar. So every morning, like I literally have it here. Look. You have big your you. girl energy as well. <laughs> look, look. Like Okay. My God. These are all the days, the snacks, everything, everything. Okay. And and yeah, I mean it's been hardcore and, and that's the reason I didn't go back to, to school this semester because I'm still 
we had to figure it all out. Yeah, and it's so time consuming too. I couldn't study design and do this. I'm in the kitchen like five hours a day. I can't do that living alone over there. Like at least here I have my family and somehow they help me too. Yeah. But studying and doing this full time, uh it's, it's impossible. It's yeah. an adaptation. It's impossible. Um, yeah. Well, I it's it's complicated, you know. Like, Mis respetos. Yeah, I was looking for the word in English. It's like yeah, I, like, yeah. Yeah. My respects. Yeah. My respects. I admire you a lot. It's beautiful. It's beautiful in how I see it. It's like a wake up call. You know, I've, I've, I'm another person since that day that I, that I got diagnosed. Mm. I've, I've learned to cope with, to realize and cope with many things in, in yeah. my life that go way beyond uh, the exercising or, or the food that I have to cook. Mm-hmm. That for me is the most valuable thing. Like I tell my parents, I thank them like literally every day. Like, thank you so much for, for, cause it's also money, you know, like we have to pay this doctor, you know? Yeah. So that's another part that for, also for me, like I felt so guilty for a long time. I'm like, I feel so bad because I'm also super independent in that sense. Like I hate asking for my pants for money since I was little, like I don't like it at all. And when I started this process, I felt super guilty about it. And then, you know, there, there's a moment that you realize and you're like, okay, I mean, this happened for some reason to all of us because it didn't only happen to me. At the same time, it's also happening to my family, to my parents. And I yeah. think it's, it's, it's a teaching to to me and the and the people around me and 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 a wake up call for all of us. Yeah. You know, my my mom right now she like exercises, she eats super healthy, and everyone in my family as well. Like people come to my house and they, I give them like coffee, and they're like, "You don't have sugar," and we're like, "No, we don't have sugar in the house. We don't have juice. We don't have nothing." Like nothing. And we and and as, and at the same time, that's positive because we all feel good. You know. Yeah. We I feel, feel like at the end, better. Yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, I always say this, and my, I grew up with this mentality that we are all yeah. mirrors in life. Yeah. So yeah. even though this is happening to you, how long you say it's also happening to your family. So there's something exactly. in your situation that's eye-opening for every single person in your family, yeah. and even 100%. on your friends. And sometimes we don't see the answer in the exact same exact moment, but at the end of the day, like you will see why it's there. Yeah. Exactly. It's to rethink, exactly. it's to reinvent yourself, it's just to simply get... Or even to have, exactly, or to have the opportunity to talk to you guys about it today. Yeah. yeah. And maybe whoever listens to this, you know, exactly. gets inspired and, and gets up from bed and says, oh, she's going from this to doing this, I can do it as well, or I can do that. And, Completely. you know, that that's also something that... that I appreciate so much because I I've always wanted to help people in some way, yeah. and if if it, and it if the way to help them is just sharing my story, that's enough for me. Uh, Even if it's one person that that I'm gonna help just by telling them what we're what, big what fans I've been of the through. one person. And Same. yeah, so I mean, maybe that's happening because of that. So I'm I'm that's what that's what we were talking about uh, before. That's like everything happens and everything is a blessing in disguise like exactly. even if in the moment yeah. the other day my, my something happened to my mom and I'm like I told her mom I know right now you must be super frustrated about it and that and that's okay you must be sad and yeah. and everything but 
just know that everything happens for a reason, even though that reason you might not see it in a few weeks or in a few months or in, even in a few years, you're going to look back at it and you're going to say, thank God that that happened. this happens like this. Because if, if you do things with good intentions and, and, and you're a good person and, and you do things with love, Everything that happens to you, it's gonna happen for the best. That's that's the truth, Karma. and that and that's what, yeah, and, and that's what I've learned from all these experiences. Like in the moment, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to go to this university. Oh, I'm gonna have to move to Paris. I'm gonna have to stay in Miami. I have diabetes. I'm gonna have to go through this process. And in yeah. the moment, it's it's sad and it's frustrating, and, and you cry and you say, Why is this happening to me? Why can't I have a normal life? Yeah. And then months pass by and days pass by, and you're like. Thank God this happened to me because yeah. I'm so much stronger. I'm so much happier. I, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep, you know, keep on sending me bumps because that's what it makes me grow. You know, that, that's the way we, we should see it. So, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I guess that's the message. Yeah. I was going to say that. I feel like the biggest, the biggest <laughs> message, guys, the biggest message you should take from this is, is just embrace the things in life throws you throws yeah, at you because exactly. it's gonna make you grow yeah. and if, gonna make you grow. and i am tr- like i'm a huge believer that if you don't learn in that situation it's gonna come harder and harder and harder until you learn like yeah what so you true. actually need to learn behind the situation yeah yeah and love yourself guys like, love, you know? yourself. love yourself yeah express yourself have you ever seen Be that yourself <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I feel like this is a good place to end because I literally have nothing else to say. And um, I think you said it all. Like, really, like, my respetos, my respects in the way that you... Truly inspirational, really. Yeah, that you see life because it's not easy. It's not easy. I feel like I needed this sort of conversation today because it's not easy (laughs) to, like, see okay, these are bumps in the road and you sometimes feel like these things only happen to you. You feel like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. yes. Everyone Be else has a perfect yeah. life. Be I'm the only one sitting here and like life yeah. is throwing all of this at me and I am life's yeah. you know, boxing yeah. you know, bag and whatever. And, but Yeah, and, and we have to like keep on, because even though I'm telling you guys this so like naturally and stuff, yeah. No, like there's you have there's to tell yourself that I have all the bad time. days that, that I still say but why that, is this happening to me and, and I get so frustrated, you know? Yeah. And and I'm telling you guys this because it's like maybe someone listens to what I just said and she's like, Oh, she's so lucky that she sees life like that. And it's, it's like, like no. no. Yesterday I had a horrible day and that's okay. Yeah. You know? And today I'm telling you guys to embrace life. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like uh, that's also something that that we have to to understand and that, that everyone <laughs> has their own path and exactly. their own life and their own way of overcoming stuff and 100%. their own problems. Don't compare yourself with anyone. Embrace what you have in the present moment, and everything else will will flow. Exactly, literally. That that's the way to do it. Exactly. So, um, so yeah. 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 give yourself a, a little shout out on your social media please. yes follow me a palettes it's a p a l e double t e s literally like palettes so a cool. palettes so yeah palettes or how i told her today that every time i look at it it sounds like that rosalia song that's apale 
So. Exactly. So now you you will never forget. So exactly. now yeah, I will now... remember the song and my account. Exactly. <laughs> now um, it's just gonna be that. Watch us actually post the content on our Instagram and be like only tagging that song. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. 100 percent. Please do it. Please I saw it and I was like, me. okay. So for that week, we will only be blasting <laughs> Only things. Like that. Yeah, I love it's it. I'm not it. mad. I mean, she is a queen, but yeah. She is, um, she is. But yeah, thank you so, so, so much for coming on, for sharing your story, for being so transparent no. with us. Thank you. Thank you for, for having me and giving me this opportunity to to share the yes. little life stories that I've had for now. <laughs> That's what we're and I love about. that for now because life is a constant change. Exactly. We'll keep on seeing what happens. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, okay. So now I'm going to be cringe and tell people <laughs> to go and follow us slash subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, et cetera, et cetera. Give us a little Podcast. rate. Give us a little, you know, five stars if you want to. When you give us a rate, it helps us know if you're liking what we're putting out. And it also helps other people find the podcast. So that's great. And Julia will give you our socials because she knows them. (laughs) I also know them, but like still. (laughs) Done. You can find us on Instagram. That's at Friend Talks Podcast. And on TikTok, that's at Friend Talks. TikTok is hard, guys. So No, I'm going to stop saying that TikTok is hard because the other day I saw a TikTok and they were like, when you say things are hard, that makes you know life well, it's not make it hard. harder for you and i'm gonna say no tiktok is easy and we tiktok is a blessing and it, it's easy is. and period but yeah you can find us on socials that are that we post content every single day sometimes yeah day or other because uh-huh like, we need a break sometimes okay we need a social break sometimes but it's, it's just what it is it happens but, hey, guys, hope you like this episode and have a blessed weekend have a great weekend. Remember, yes, yes. love yourself. Love Express yourself. yourself. That is from, um, how do that's you know, the, like, days? That's the home, no, it's the homeless guy in like Washington no. Square Park where he's like, love yourself. <laughs> Express yourself. I'll show you the video no. later. You know, no, you know, how do the guy in 10 days? Uh, trust yourself. It's from no. that that I got Fuiste a little No, you Te fuiste no, 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 no,